Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Happily Bored. I'm Jenna. And I'm Chuck. And I don't know what to say. Stop it. Yeah, we're still new. We're still new at this. And no, we're not going to stop it. Oh. <laughs> and it'll get better. We promise as we get oh, used to it. Oh, I know. One... Okay. And today's okay. topic is ADD and ADHD. Yes, it's real. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that's very annoying is how many people are like, oh, it's not real. You're just making it up. Your kid's a brat. And while it is true for some in our household, it's definitely a thing. Um, what I feel one like thing it's was, actually genetic on your side. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, that would make sense. It's brain chemistry and all that. And there's definitely a lot of people on my side of the family that have all kinds of things fucked up with their heads. Which we will definitely cover in many future episodes. Now, one thing I was saying besides the intro, pretty soon we will have new little music and stuff like that to go. We're just not there yet. We're new at this. And one thing we did get done this week, which I'm proud about, is we got our episode published. Now we just got to figure out how RSS and all that other happy stuff works. We've got my microphone sounding better, thank goodness, because last time it was really tinty and it. And we're just working to make it better and get more used to it. But we are having more fun, I think, throughout the week, like kind of thinking of which, what we're going to put in the next episode, kind of talking more about it. So I'm enjoying that. Yeah, I didn't hardly think about it at all this week. I'm sorry. I was too busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been thinking about it and I've been enjoying the fact of getting to have this time to kind of review the week with you. And annoying noise because I accidentally hit the wrong button. Sorry about that. Why are you messing with your computer? Because I'm hitting the wrong button. No, I was trying to pull up um, a recap. So one thing, episode two, we were talking about that we were going to do workouts. And we did actually get to do the workout. I got to get Jenna to finally try Beat Saber. I love it. And again, it's funny because she was looking at it. She's like, no way are you going to really get that much of a workout. From a video game, right? I never said that. I thought you were kind of like putting it down like, oh, I can't be that. No, I never said that. Well, then it's all in my head and that does happen quite a bit too. <laughs> but the thing is, is you look like a complete idiot when you play it. And in fact, at one point I lifted my mask up because I have two VR systems. So she was playing on one, I was playing on another. And I lifted my mask up just to watch her kind of flailing around. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> And it's hilarious to see, but it is fun. Whatever. I was having fun. Now, when I'll sometimes stream the game and I'll have it look like I'm in the field so you can see me, but you see the actual game with me in it, which doesn't look so bad. But when you actually look at somebody in a room without the real game surrounding them, they look really dumb. Well, it's virtual reality, so nobody can see what's going on. Right. For those that don't know what Beat Saber is. now. The thing about this, though, is compared to any other exercise I've ever done, when I'm playing in Beat Saber, I do not realize how much of a workout I'm getting, how hot I'm getting, how tired I'm getting. And most of all, I don't realize how sweaty I'm getting until you take the mask off and, like, it, the headset's, like, dripping with sweat. And then you're like, wow, grossed out <laughs> and proud at the same time. So the thing that I find funny is anytime I've ever used the virtual reality um, devices, which is not very often because this one and the children dominate, um, 
I it it boggles my mind how much time goes by, and I don't even like when I was using the game. It was I had put on my workout tracker on my iWatch. Just like I put it in dance mode for workout, and I was dancing around. And after a while, I was like, "Man, I'm getting exhausted." You know, it can't have been very long. And I peeked at my watch and I had been going for 40 minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I lost almost an hour. <laughs> right. But that's happened no matter what I've done in virtual reality. Like, it's like a huge time suck. Yeah. You had fun when you went uh, using Google Earth in VR and you got to visit like Paris and other places. Yeah. Looking around and stuff. Definitely. Because you get on a tangent and you start even just playing a game. It It just... You don't realize like an hour or two hours go by. So that is what Jen and I are currently pursuing to part of our workout plan and get healthier plan that we discussed last week in the week in the episode before. And basically we're going to do workout Wednesdays, which you can see us do on um, Mavericks. You're not going to actually see. Well, you might see me if I'm doing the mixed reality, but it's see me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's on Mavericks Hideout um, on Twitch and on uh, Facebook. So check those out. You can see us do our workout Wednesdays. And apparently we're also going to be doing workout after we record this episode. Yes, workout Sunday night. Yeah, so we're going to do a record episode after the kids go to bed. Get this one-on-one time with each other. Then we're going to do a workout episode, clean up, and go to sleep. And that sounds like a boring, boring schedule for (laughs) Sundays from now on. But it sounds nice, too. Yes. That's a follow-up to our workout attempts. Now, the topic today is something that I really wish I would have known long, long ago. And that was, I did not realize. I have ADD. It was the point where I'm at my job, one of my coworkers, who husband was diagnosed with ADD, goes, you might want to check it out. (laughs) She goes, just talking to you and seeing how your brain's going in all different directions. You might want to get checked out. I was like, whatever. You know, and then my son's going through school and he was starting to have some issues. So mm-hmm. I went the school route and I asked for him to be evaluated because I felt like something was going on. And from the get-go with this kid, every time I've taken him somewhere to be evaluated, they tell me, oh, no, he's fine. And then we have to seek outside independent doctors and specialists. And then we find out, oh, yeah, there is something wrong. So my mommy intuition is always correct. It's just it takes forever to get there for somebody to finally believe me. Um, And so when I had him evaluated at the school, it was, oh, he's an intelligent kid. He's acting like any other normal seven or eight year old. We don't know what your problem is. Yeah. Meanwhile, the kid can't stay in his chair. He can't focus. You tell him to do something, and two seconds later, he's like, huh? What? I don't know. And he's remorseful, too. That's the thing is. Right. He feels bad that he can't remember what you said. Yeah, and he, he would, you know, with a, a lot of other kids that I've seen, you're like, okay, yeah, they're just being a brat. And they're going, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And they're just totally full of it. Like, you can tell with Alex, he was. Generally, like, I'm really trying and I can't. And then it made me think back to when I was little. And I remember trying and trying to go, okay, I need to focus. I need to listen to what my teacher's saying. Then no matter what I would do, I would either end up asleep at my desk 
or a pencil would become a spaceship. And I would have to dock it in the little groove of my desk where the pencil is supposed to sit. And then I'd be so bored with the content of class because I already learned it. Then I'd be zoned out doing all kinds of other things until I woke up and realized, you know, they've moved on to another topic and now I'm behind. So with Alex, this started in second grade. I had him evaluated. Fine. I kept saying, I don't think right. And then Chuck volunteered to go sit and evaluate, sit and watch the class. And at first they didn't want him to. Yeah. They were like, no, there's no need. And we pressed and pressed. And so him and principal yeah and that was that was his whole brain teacher too right yeah that was a whole other nightmare that didn't help things terrible teaching method and teaching abilities um so the thing that was that i meanwhile i'm getting evaluated and jenna has this little magazine she saw this whole article on the internet or something it basically said like out of these 25 traits if you exhibit three or four then you should definitely get checked for having ADD. So she's reading off to me. And then some of the questions she's not even finishing. She's like, yep. And I think it was like 21. So it, out was, of 25. it was 20 questions and we checked off 18 out of the 20 boxes. <laughs> yeah. So I go into my doctor and I'm like, well, this, this lady works. She's like, look, just check this out. There's this book called driven to distraction. This is not a sponsor or anything like that. She just said, check out this book. Like, okay, I don't read much as it is because generally when I try to read, the words jump around on the page. Well, I come back a couple weeks later and I was like, yeah, I got the book. She's like, how was it? She goes, was it good? Did you feel, you know, a connection to the book? And I'm like, honestly, I got distracted and I couldn't finish it. (laughs) You didn't get past the second page. (laughs) Yeah, I got really distracted. So the thing is that I go to my doctors and I'm like, hey, I'm just curious checking this out. You know, maybe... Maybe see if there's anything here or not. And we're just talking to him. And it was funny because I'm sitting here and I'm like, he starts to ask me a question. I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm, yep. He starts to ask and I cut him off mid sentence and he got to his like third or fourth question. He's like, yeah, you're, you're, you've got it. Definitely. You can't even hold a cu- Yeah. So he's, he prescribed me some medicine and since then things have been good. But what's funny is I thought Jen and I had gotten to a point of having good communication before. And granted, compared to a lot of the people we know, we were communicating pretty good. Well. Pretty well. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. But it was more effective than a lot of people we knew. It worked for us. So then, this is the part that I'm always going to remember. It was hilarious. And that's, we're in my car. Or Jenna's driving. She's in the truck. I don't know why you think we were in the car. We were in the on the way well, to. Uh, it was the first. It was that was the thing. You took your medicine and we got in the car, and you started saying that you immediately felt different. I was right. We you were driving the truck, and I think we were going out towards the west somewhere. No, we were just running an errand. It was when we came back and sat down and started talking. Uh uh-uh, uh because we were in the vehicle for an hour. <laughs> we were in okay. the vehicle for an hour. Okay. So the thing is. So anyway, we're we're driving, <laughs> and I'm like, I think I feel the mess, and she's like, whatever, whatever. I said, no, I can feel it's there. It doesn't make me feel loopy or anything. It's just there. And she's like, it's just in your head. It's a placebo effect. So anyway, we're going, we're we're talking, and we're communicating really well, and we're just like fully engaging each other, and I'm listening to what she has to say, and 
she's just talking, talking, and she seems to be like giving me more information than I'm used to hearing. And like an hour goes by and she goes, okay, your medicine's definitely working. And I'm like, I don't remember exactly this part. What was it you said? I said 45 minutes have gone by and you haven't interrupted me once. Yeah. And that was, I was like, what do you mean? Like, holy crap. Yeah, you're right. I was able to speak complete sentences, give complete thoughts and just, and talk and give you the information that, you know, we were having an actual conversation back and forth, a dialogue and you never once cut me off, interrupted me, stopped me, tried to hurry me along in my conversation. Right. Which was huge because usually you were like, oh, my God, get to the point. Right. And, well, you... you know, not understanding that for me, some of that detail is important to my story. Right. You didn't care. <laughs> well, that was the difference, too, is like. Not only was I listening to you, I was repeating back to you the things you were saying. And you were processing confirmation that I yeah. Right. I was getting confirmation that what I was hearing was what you thought and felt, which you weren't used to having happen. Right. And then it was funny because a big difference also is with the medication, I'm able to better understand my thought processes and look at myself even more objectively than I usually would. So it allows me to then come up and see myself the way I would be without medication. And the only bad part is, is when my medication wears off, I'm back in that state knowing what I know without being able to stop it. It's just an overwhelming desire instinct. So for example, in the past, when she was saying I would interrupt her, the reason why is because she would be talking to me and I would have a, a thought pop into my head of something that would contribute to the conversation. And I cannot hold on to that thought long. I know I can't hold on to that thought long and the more that she speaks, the more she's going to possibly make me forget what I need to say that I have to say to contribute to the conversation. And now you're not listening anymore. You're just trying to remember your thought. <laughs> I'm just trying not to lose that thought. And then you finally are to that point where you're, uh, it's my turn to speak. And you're like, what? And I've forgot the thought. And then I'm all discouraged. And I'm like, crap, I forgot. And you're like, okay, well, we'll come back to it. And then I'm like the whole time trying to think of what it was I forgot. <laughs> because by God, it was important. And the difference is, is with medication, I'm able to actually hold on to the thought and then wait until it's my turn and still be able to bring up the thought or realize that the thought that I'm trying to think of isn't important at all. Yeah. I mean, it's gone to the point now where, like, we'll be mid-argument and I'm realizing that we're having the same round and round, like, we're not getting anywhere. And I'll look at him and I'll be like, are you off your medication? And he says, yes, then it's... This conversation needs to be tabled until you're medicated again because we're not going to get a resolution. And at first, I was kind of annoyed by it, but the second now I'm kind of like, yeah, that's true. I, it's not effective. And it's funny because right. originally when we would argue, she would want to, she would want to argue, and I would say, we're not communicating effectively. I'm going to come back when you're ready to talk, and it would just piss her off. And now she's kind of doing it back, but she's a little more. Well, they were both accurate at the time, but now it's not that I'm wanting to fight. It's that I cannot understand what she's saying to me 
because I'm stuck in my own head when I'm not medicated compared. I think it was because I wanted to argue. It seemed like I wanted to argue more because I would have to try and fight so hard to get you to hear me. Whereas yeah. now I realize like if you're medicated, then we can have a quick conversation. You can hear me, understand mm -hmm. me. We can come to a resolution and move on. We don't have to spend a day or two right. going over this and be pissed and be mad. And it's right. just, it's given us time back. <laughs> well, the, the difference true too is when you were younger though, you did want to fight. That was your Latina side coming out. Well, that's, to it's fight. just in my nature. Right, it's, and you've learned me how I am. Um, my first. But you've gotten way better about. Yeah, <laughs> and you. But you've gotten way better at not fighting or me quickly recognizing. Hey, you're in a fight mood. I'm not going to do it. We don't have to get into a fight about not fighting. And we're not talking about physically fighting either. It's no, for, it was all verbal, but not. And that's like, the thing. Nasty. Just I, I wanted say, the argument. Right. Occasionally, I would get mad and throw something. Not at you, but. Well, that's the thing is you you also are still coming from the younger age where, you know, if if you would love me, if you love me, you would fight for me. If you love me, you would be a little more passionate about it. Why are you saying it was like a younger thing? Like, I'm so much younger than you. No, no, no. I'm not saying a younger thing. I'm saying when we were younger. Oh, well, you said you. And you're you're Latina. Well, I've been married before. So as far as throwing things and stuff like that, I've been through there, done that. And I was like, no, 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 no. But as far as you goes, I'm saying like you're you're joking telenovelas where they grab her hair. I hate you. I love you too. <laughs> like, yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, well, if you don't you don't love me because you're not willing to fight and yell about it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's not healthy. No, but the thing is, the difference now is we, like I said before, I was medicated. We were communicating better than a lot. However, we've realized how much more effective it is to communicate when I am medicated, where there's no point to even do it if there is such a better option available. Right. So the only time we actually, I would say, have, quote, arguments anymore is when I'm not medicated or you're not medicated. <laughs> yours we'll is a whole other thing. save that one for another, another uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, your, yours is a whole other thing. But... My thing is, it's just that we both know each other now to know, like, hey, look, we're not communicating effectively. Well, I'd, well, let's not try at this point. Let's just save it, come back to it. We're both in a better headspace and be more effective at communicating. And we've gotten pretty good about not being assholes at each other while that's. Well, um, and that's the funny thing that I noticed, too, is, like, I'll recognize that you're not medicated and I'll be, like, white hot about something. I, I got to throw down. I got to get this over with. Like, got to duke this out. And and then I'll recognize, like, you are not medicated. And it almost, like, deflates me. Like, dude, it's like I'm arguing with a wall. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's the point? And then that kind of calms me down, too, so that when we do come to talk about it, like, I'm not as aggressive. I'm not as pissed off. I'm a more, I'm in a more rational state, too. Yeah, because I think the initial shock and the initial... Because you still, I think you still have the buildup where you're like, I don't know if I should talk about something. I don't know if I feel that way. And if you feel passionate about it, it takes you a while to be like, okay, fine. I'm going to talk about it. And so you come out guns blazing. Yeah, because I still have my temper. And when I don't have the medication, you've gotten that sort of part out of the way when it's not 
and I know it's coming, so I'm ready to talk about it at the point that I've medicated and I'm able to talk about it. So that's as far as how this came about with me. And as far as with our son goes, you know, at first I'm sitting here going, after I was medicating, I saw the difference it made. It made me start to look back at my childhood and all the issues I've had with school, trying to study, trying to focus on anything that didn't explicitly interest me. And it made me think about how in the hell did my parents not realize? And then I realized my cousin who was officially diagnosed as ADHD, but now as an adult, I realized had a lot of other fucked up problems that was only diagnosed as ADHD. My parents must have sat here and gone, our kid's not fucked up like that, so he can't be ADHD. He can't have that. He's just weird. So I don't hold anything against them that I wasn't, you know, given the help that I needed at the time. I do, and I don't regret anything because I wouldn't be where I'm at now. That being said, I do sometimes wonder how much easier things would have come to me or how much easier school would have been for me had I been given that uh, treatment I needed. So that thought and that process made me very aggressively determined that Alex should be treated because I could see all of the behaviors in him and between my mother-in-law, Jenna and myself, when anything happened with Alex, I would kind of have to fight for his defense and tell Jenna, I'm like, I understand where he's coming from and the thought process won't make sense to you, but it makes sense to me. Right. And it's weird because now with Alex medicated him and I, if we're both medicated, we can communicate. If one of us is not medicated, we can't understand the other one. But if both of us aren't medicated, we can understand each other, but nobody else can understand us. <laughs> so it's really weird. But in any case, um, I was so, telling Jenna, I was like, we need to do it. And then Jenna. Well, you got actually diagnosed after he did a couple of years. He had his official diagnosis um, at, towards the end of second grade. And. The doctor handed me the prescription for Ritalin, and um, I said to him, I'm not ready to put my kid on medicine. I don't want a zombie kid. And he said, not that kind of a medicine, but if you're hesitant, other things we can do. So, you know, behavior thing, um, lifestyle changes, and to try with food and we could make sure he was getting exercise and all this stuff and so when he right. started third grade i sat down with the teacher and i was like look he's got this diagnosis he's got sensory processing issues and now he's got ADHD. i don't want to medicate him i'm trying to do alternative things so she suggested a few things and so we had you know um a weekly behavior chart that we fill out together and he was great with this. Um, this was uh, B, right? Yes, Miss B. Yeah. We mm-hmm. had a um, bungee cords on his chair so he could bounce his feet. And he had wiggle a seat so that he could move around and um, and all this stuff. And it just, that was, you know, August, September, October, November. And you're right. December. He was, you're right, he was diagnosed before I was, but it was, <laughs> 
And it was the thing for me was, is I could see it in him. I did not realize at the time that there was a treatment for, that's what it was. I didn't realize at the time there was an, a treatment for an adult. It would help right. me out. We thought, oh, once you're, you're no longer a kid, you know, you quote you're, just, you're just suffering. <laughs> right. So that's the thing is like we, but this whole while she's looking for these treatments, I'm sitting here going, just, just medicate give him the, the medicine. Kid. His right. chemicals like, are no, off. I don't want a medicated child. And right. <clears throat> we went in, uh, we got called in for a special conference in January. And she looked at me and she kind of reached across the table and said, we have tried it all. I think time to. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was funny too, because you could see him. He was trying. It's not like me being distracted the whole time or Jenna, you know, at, when she got older, just not caring about school and stuff. He cares about school. He, he loves does, school. He loves and you could see him trying and then being upset because it just wasn't working. Right. So the first um, medication we actually got him was um, a slow release patch that went on for 24 hours. And it would just deliver like a slow dosage throughout the day. Um, and so he tried that for a while. And it seems to start to help. He, I, we would check in with him and ask him how he was doing. And he'd be like, mommy, you know what? Like I can have one thought at a time. I don't have like nine things in my head all at once. And I was like, Oh, oh I'm just the worst mother ever. Oh my <laughs> she, God. You felt so He's bad. Been suffering and I've been letting him do it. <laughs> and meanwhile, meanwhile, the whole time I'm sitting there looking at her going, that's what I've been fucking telling you in my head. Yeah. That that's what's help, going on. In my I head. could tell what you were saying. It didn't help. But I looked at her, I said, <laughs> But I looked at you to be fair, and I looked at you, I said, well, he's getting the help he needs now, and that's what's important, and we had to go through to, and I was trying to placate, placate, that's the right word? I guess. Not pander, whatever. Um, To try to make her feel better, not let, not make her feel bad, but to try to make her feel good, and just tell her, you know, we, I understand you wanted to try the long route to make sure everything was okay before we had to do this. But she could also tell, like she said, that I'm sitting here going, it's about fucking time. Uh, because I and knew it, only it was took like two the, weeks for the teacher to be like, "Thank you." <laughs> right? She was so, she was an awesome teacher. She's like, "It's helping. It's helping a lot." And even you know, just the way he was answering questions and you know filling out his work and everything. Yeah. So, so the everything was going good, and Jenna <laughs> made the decision. It was funny because this medicine, this patch that they had, they announced that they had a shortage of it, and. We were trying to figure out what to do, and we went up to this teacher again. We're calling her Miss B. Well, no, they um they had a shortage of it, which is fine because I was able to get enough prescriptions to tie us over. But then they sent out a thing and said this has been discontinued by the manufacturer. Ah, that's right. So and I go he, into I was the teacher still hesitant on giving him pills at the time because he he could not physically swallow them very well. So I go into the teacher and I'm like, hey, <laughs> we just wanted to let you know. There's an issue with the medication. We are looking for a solution, but there will be a period of time where he's not going to have his medicine. And this poor teacher's eyes went like saucers. <laughs> they were so huge. She goes, what? Um, but we're like, he won't be medicated. And she's like, okay, thanks for letting me know. Um, just keep me up to date. And we're like, yes, we will. But um, yeah, I went ahead and just reached out to the doctor and he was able to get us a prescription for small pills 
for this because he was on such a small dosage. And so him and I just worked at it and worked at it and worked at it. And I got him to finally take the pill. And so there was no gap. The, the, there was no missing, you know, medication at school. So he never had to get off track. The one thing that we're very, very conscious about, which is why we have seen so many, which was part of why I was so medication yeah it's just people they they give their kids this medicine and or any type of medication and then they're like oh well that's the medicine okay fine that's what you take and then they've got these like kids sitting in corners drooling and they don't know who they are or you know we are constantly taking him back in going okay he gained more weight he grew a few inches time to change it this looks like it's wearing off like in two hours instead of four hours like let's adjust let's do this we have to stay on top of it because otherwise it does him no good yeah. If if you're not adjusting the dosage and that's true for every medicine, you have to constantly adjust as your weight and height and, you know, as, and your body tends to get, yeah, everything, everything affects it. Well, the one thing, yeah, we constantly, in fact, every time I pick him up, like, how was your day and discuss how things went and how he's feeling and stuff. And it's funny because we have issues like we had an issue where we would give them the medicine in the early morning and then at our school, the prescription, the teacher, the nurse would have to have a prescription to have him take medicine in the middle of the day. He can't like have it in his bag and take it as needed. He has to that's, go to the nurse. That's, that's a standard thing for most. Elementary. And the thing is, is he has the side effect where he loses his appetite when he's taking his medicine. So we had an issue and this, it's a constant discussion between Jenna and I as well. Because Jenna at first was like, well, he'll take it in the morning. It'll last all day. And as he was growing and as they were changing the medicine, we noticed his uh, classes in the afternoon were getting poor grades. And that's where he was struggling. I told Jenna, I was like, we need to give him the medication in the afternoon. And she's like, no, I don't want to give him more I'll drugs. Him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it was funny because, uh, you know, I'm always the one who's like, look, if it's a chemical issue, just treat it, get it done. It's not a behavioral thing. It's it's a chemical right. imbalance thing. And Jenna's like, it's drugs in my child's system. Exactly. So <laughs> I totally understand where she's coming from, but I'm sitting here going, I know what this feels like. It's helpless. We have to help him, given the medicine here. So then we had like some classes on every other day. And we got him the medicine, and he all of a sudden started doing good in those classes. And then the one class on the opposite day that required you know, brain power in the evening, he was scoring bad in. And then basically now we have him every day right before his lunch. He, he doesn't get another stuff. full dose, though. He just gets a He gets partial. It's just to get him through. So he well, can get even, home and do homework. Yeah, and that was one thing, too, is at one point we forgot that we had to give him that little bit of extra time to do homework. Because him studying at home without his medicine, why is he doing it? Because it's not nothing sticks. And I've told Jenna, I'm still as an adult apprehensive to take these certifications for work because my testing history is horrific. And I, even though I know I should be better now that I'm medicated, it still scares me the thought of taking a test. Um, but happily, I'm going to start that. Alex is doing amazing. They're AB students. Gabby is an A student. She doesn't need any medication, but she's she just chatty. We call her Gabby Gabby. Chatty Gabby. She gabs. Yeah, she gabs with everybody. 
but they both have amazing grades and Jen and I are constantly looking at each other going, who the hell kids are these? They were switched at birth or something, both of them. And they both came from genius parents who, you know, are not us because they are both kicking ass in school. We're not sure what the hell happened there. But, but in any I case, think yes, the so. whole point of this was the, the ADD and ADHD. Yes, it is a real thing. Yeah. And guess what? It is okay to medicate your child or your husband. <laughs> right. But you have to stay on top of it and you have to get constantly check in and make sure the doctor is adjusted. No point in getting on a medication if you're on the wrong dose or yes. One time we had him on too much and he was just blubbering mess of emotion. He was overly oh, emotional was and so, depressed. Oh, it was terrible. He was sad and he was yeah. having just not suicidal thoughts or anything like that, but he was he was sad and he was very negative of himself. And then we were like, whoa. Okay, time to back out. off that one. And so <laughs> So you have to dial it in and you have to constantly dial it in. You can't just be like, ooh, problem fixed and let it go. And it's definitely um, not a problem fixed, even though you're you're taking the medication, even if you are on the right dose and everything. Right. It's not a you know, cure. No, and in fact, even the the way him and I process thoughts and feelings and stuff is still different. It's just that we're able to acknowledge it and kind of adjust and deal with it now where we had no ability to do so before. So in any case, I think that covers that. The one other thing that was interesting today, uh, or did you have, did you, let me, sorry. No, that's all I have to say on that topic. Is there anything else for you on that topic? Stop spreading the, I wish people would stop spreading the fact that it's not a real thing. It is a real thing. Educate yourselves. Don't see one stupid article and think, oh, that's true. And if you got it on Facebook, it's probably fake. Right. (laughs) Even though we're going to probably have a way to get this on. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so there's a lot of chemical issues that we will be discussing in uh, future episodes. Because um, you know what? The more people talk about them, the less people will be afraid of it. Yeah, because there, it is yes, there's too much of a stigma on some of these things, and it's it's ridiculous. It's left over from the days of you know, oh, we can't talk about, that. can't talk about, that. Yeah. can't talk about that. Like oh, right through that. If you're going through it and I'm going through it, why can't we talk to each other about it and figure out? Hey, I didn't know that would work. Let me you know, and maybe I have something that you didn't think about, and maybe you have something right. that I didn't think about, and you know. And to the people that are abusing things like my medicine, Adderall. Quit. You're making it harder for all of us to get the medicine legitimately. We have to pay a copay every three months. What's funny, though, is I get to go into the the prescription place and wear my Breaking Bad thing to pick up my Adderall. I think that's kind of funny. So with the end of that discussion, um, part of our format is also to discuss uh, a surprise story for um, one or both of us. I think uh, literally today, a story that's kind of shocked everybody is the news about Kobe uh, Bryant's helicopter crash. Now, I personally don't care about Kobe Bryant. I don't watch basketball much or anything like that. I understand he's supposedly a guy. Rapist. Rapist. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one too. I forgot, I forgot that's the alleged one. Um, alleged. Alleged. Yeah. Not convicted. Oh, um, I don't know about that. But Jenna's got her Facebook pulled up here, and she's looking through amazing amounts of horrible um, memes that have already come out. Most of them are making fun of 
Um, you finally learned to pass. Things like that. So basically, she's just scrolling through right now. Let me see a couple. Uh, well, well, the funny part is that somebody will post a meme, and everybody's getting all butthurt about it. Like, like they knew him personally, and how dare they? Yeah. Like, yes, it is sad that this family has lost a a son, a father, a you know, thirteen year old. Um, that's whatever. Sucks. And then the, his thirteen year old that died. Her teammate was on the helicopter and their parents i think um so two kids perished and that's terrible it's never good when kids have died for any reason um but at the same time like every one of us is gonna croak at some point and, and we're just talking about the celebrity find the humor in things yeah nobody is talking about his daughter nobody's talking about it and it's just you know well nobody's making fun guy. of that they're making no, fun of kobe they're solely making fun of him and Again, like it's a joke. Calm down. Like, I was just like, because uh, Shaq is, uh, he sent a tweet to him being like, you know, I'm so sorry, this is horrible, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, isn't Shaq the fun director person or whatever on the Carnival Cruise Lines? It's like, hey, buddy, maybe you should have uh, been on a ship and not on a helicopter. You could have had a lot more fun, I guarantee you. But <laughs> not very good Shaq voice, I know. Let's see. Let's see. Cubby dies. At least he finally passed. Okay. Yeah. We've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people that just hate. This one was funny. Come on. It's the Grim Reaper at a claw machine. Come on, Magic Johnson. What the hell? Kobe Bryant? <laughs> Let's say the, the fuck. You uh, put explicit on this. Oh, true. Michael Jordan was the only one. Why? <laughs> it's a smashed helicopter. Not the same one, but a different ah. smashed helicopter. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Anyway, they're just. What the hell? That was a dog that looked like a pe. Oh, when penis. you look at it from the top, this dog doesn't have any hair on it, and it, if you look from the top down, it looked like a penis. <laughs> that's hilarious. So anyway, um, so that's the uh, status of. <laughs> Sorry, I got lost in that meme thing. I said, do you yeah. know what goes good with the coronavirus? Lyme disease. <laughs> oh, man. There was another one about the coronavirus earlier. Oh, uh, Kung flu? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, come so, up with the names of these things. Anyway. But as far as the ADD, ADHD thing, if you think that your child is suffering from it, or your husband. Or your wife. Or I mean, your, your wife. sister has it. So. Yeah. Get checked out. It makes if the person who's suffering from it um, gets the treatment they need. It makes their lives much easier and a level of communication that Jen and I just didn't realize was even possible. So it's amazing. Now the next episode is um, we were looking to upgrade our phones anyway, and my son don't give too much away. Basically, the name of the episode is going to be iPhones yeah. for everyone. And discussion of what age would be appropriate. And why I was not happy with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but make sure to check it out next time. And again, like I said, we are still working on getting things ready. We're working on getting, you know, her and I communicating over the microphone. The timing of that working out better. Of yeah, course, like true. every of these podcasts are new. We're also looking to try to get ourselves a little jingle to be all professional and maybe even get a little soundboard. And the play sound effects. Oh, silly. maybe an email so we can ask people to send in topics. This is true as well. So look forward to all those things and uh, we will see you 
hear you. We will not see you. (laughs) Still got to work on that part. Talk at you later, peeps. Talk at you later.